Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, November 12th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include Johnson & Johnson is splitting in two, home buyers are paying full price and more, and a lawsuit alleges something fishy at Subway. Those stories are coming up, but first, let's go to the markets. U.S. equity futures are pointing to a higher open, with NASDAQ futures up as much as three-tenths of a percent. Crude oil is falling one and a half percent and trades at $80 a barrel. Gold is lower by eight-tenths of a percent at $1,849 an ounce. Bitcoin is lower by two and a half percent at $63,500. The yield on the 10-year treasury is 1.58%. In Europe at midday, stocks in London are lower, but in Paris and Frankfurt, they're posting gains. Shares in Asia all posted gains on the close. Now our top stories. Johnson & Johnson shares are higher by more than 3% in pre-market trading after the Wall Street Journal reported that the healthcare company plans to split into two. Johnson & Johnson plans to split off the $15 billion a year division that sells Band-Aid bandages, Tylenol medicines, and Johnson's baby powder. The world's largest health products company by sales will separate its high-margin prescription drugs and medical device business from its slower-growing consumer group, creating two publicly traded companies. Most U.S. buyers eager to purchase a home paid full or beyond the asking price. That's according to a report by the National Association of Realtors. During the year July 2020 to June of this year, about 50% of U.S. home buyers bought their homes for 100% of the seller's asking price. That's the highest percentage since 2002. Another 35% purchased their homes for more than the asking price. That's according to the Realtors 2021 profile of home buyers and sellers. Home sellers sold their home for a median $85,000 more than their purchase price during the year, compared to just $66,000 reported in the previous year. Homes typically sold one week after they were listed. And two people from California claim they found something fishy in Subway's tuna. It doesn't actually contain tuna, but other fish species. A new version of a lawsuit originally filed in January alleges that Subway misled the public about its tuna sandwiches and claims that the tuna sampled has trace amounts of chicken, pork, and cattle DNA. In their second amended proposed class action complaint filed earlier this week in Northern California, the suit alleges that out of 20 samples tested, 19 had no detectable tuna DNA sequences. In corporate news, AstraZeneca plans to start selling COVID-19 vaccines at a profit. The drug maker said it would start pricing its COVID-19 vaccine to make it profitable, ending a period in which it pledged to roll out the, the shots at cost during the pandemic. General Mills is said to be evaluating selling brands, including Progresso and Helper. General Mills is working with Goldman Sachs to consider a sale and wants to raise about $3 billion from the divestiture. The Kellogg Company has filed a lawsuit against its local union in Omaha, complaining that striking workers are blocking entrances to its cereal plant and intimidating replacement workers as they enter the plant. A company based in Battle Creek, Michigan, asked the judge to order the Omaha chapter of the Bakery, Confectionery, Tobacco Workers, and Grain Millers International Union to stop interfering with its business while workers picket outside the plant. The workers in Omaha and at Kellogg's three other U.S. cereal plants have been on strike since October 5th. 
Shares of Blink Charging jumped nearly 10% in the extended session Thursday after the electric vehicle charging company reported third quarter sales well above Wall Street expectations. Burberry said it has reinstated its interim dividend and restarted its share buyback program after its first half profits beat forecasts. Full-price same-store sales jumped nearly 40% compared to last year and are nearly 20% higher compared to the same period pre-pandemic in 2019. Rivian Automotive has delivered about 150 electric pickup trucks, mostly to employees, but has now surpassed General Motors to be the nation's second most valuable automaker. Its shares rose 10% at the opening bell Thursday, pushing its valuation over $90 billion. That's greater than GM, which sold nearly 7 million vehicles globally last year. Uber's chief executive is headed to London to resolve a shortage of 20,000 drivers in the country. Bitwise Asset Management withdrew its proposal to roll out a Bitcoin ETF this month. Bitwise joins Invesco in backing away from efforts to launch Bitcoin futures ETFs. Another fund manager, Vanek, has delayed the launch of its Bitcoin futures ETF. AMC Entertainment Chief Executive Adam Aron said that the world's largest cinema chain now accepts Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin as online payments. And in other news, robotics orders by North American companies are on track for their biggest year. That's according to an industry group. Total robotics sales for the first nine months of the year were about $1.5 billion. That topped the previous estimate of under $1.5 billion, set over the same period in 2017. This is all according to the Association for Advancing Automation, or A3. Sales rose from $1 billion in the first nine months of last year. Companies ordered nearly 30,000 robotic units in the first nine months of the year, and growth in non-automotive orders rose faster than in automotive-related orders. That's according to the association. Elon Musk needs to sell millions of more Tesla shares to meet his 10% pledge. The chief executive sold about 4.5 million Tesla shares Monday through Wednesday and likely needs to sell upward of 12.5 million more to reach his goal. Stocks and bonds of Chinese developers jumped on signs that Beijing could moderate its tough stance on the beaten-down property sector, while industry heavyweight China Evergrande Group again averted default by making another set of last-minute bond payments. A coal shortage that led to an energy crisis in China is threatening to disrupt supply chains and farming in countries that rely on its exports of a chemical used in fertilizer and diesel exhaust systems. India and South Korea are experiencing shortages of urea, which is extracted from coal since China placed new restrictions on the exports. Urea is widely used in India as a fertilizer and in South Korea to produce urea solution, which is used to reduce diesel emissions in vehicles and factories. Mexico's auto production and sales are at their lowest levels in a decade as the industry is hit by the pandemic and the semiconductor chip shortage. Car production in Latin America's second largest economy in October was at its lowest for that month since 2011. Alexander Lukashenko of Belarus has threatened to cut the transit of gas and goods through Belarus to Europe if the EU imposes further sanctions on his regime over the migrant crisis on the Belarusian-Polish border. Hungary will cap the price of petrol and diesel from Monday as the country tries to avoid rising inflation. And Amazon.com founder Jeff Bezos has added another property to his cart. The billionaire and his partner, Lauren Sanchez, recently acquired a 14-acre estate on the Hawaiian island of Maui. 
The cost of the off-market transaction is said to be in the neighborhood of $78 million. Bezos also owns the Warner Estate in Los Angeles, which he purchased for $165 million in early 2020. At 7 a.m., U.S. equity futures are pointing to a higher open. Crude is lower by 1.5%, and gold is also lower by 8 tenths of a percent. Bitcoin trades at $62,500. That's a decline of 2.5%. And the yield on the U.S. 10-year Treasury is 1.58%. In Europe at midday, shares in London are lower, while in Paris, and Frankfurt, they're posting gains. Stocks in Asia closed higher. On the calendar today at 10 a.m., the University of Michigan will release its preliminary consumer sentiment report for November, and the Bureau of Labor Statistics is set to produce its job opening and labor turnover survey. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.